0: Hey everyone, this is Christopher Chansey, creator of Theater of Heels. If you enjoyed this podcast, please feel free to check out this and my other projects on my website, christopherchansey.com. If you're interested in supporting my work, please take a look at my Patreon at patreon.com slash christopherchansey. Thank you for the moment of your time, and now I present you with our story. Theater of Heels, Chapter 29, Pitch Session. I suggest you let me do the talking. Erica looked from the barren meeting room to her partner at the table beside her. You think? Now there's no reason to be rude, Jefferson snapped. Sorry, I'm really scared right now. I don't know what to expect. The older man sighed. <sighs> I know. In truth, I'm not very sure of myself. What? Erica's eyes bulged. I thought you did this thing all the time. Jefferson flushed. Well... I do, it's just... It doesn't normally look like this. Her eyes narrowed. What do you mean? Well, I hardly ever had a B-level caper before. This is quite a different experience altogether. Erica closed her eyes and rubbed her temples. She could have sworn that the blank white walls of the room coupled with the flickering fluorescent lights was intentional to make its occupants feel more uncomfortable and exposed. Without looking at him, Erica said, Will you please consider for a moment that I have no idea what a B-level caper is? My apologies, Princess. This, after all, is my, or rather our, big break. Our big break? Erica repeated. You've been a villain, I mean, heel, for a few years now. I've heard of you. You're famous. How's this your big break? Jefferson sighed. I keep getting jobs because of how hard I am to capture or hurt. I cannot say that the overall public gives my comings and goings much thought. That was until I met you. In truth, I haven't had a caper in several months. In truth, I haven't had a caper in several months. I was very much afraid that I was going to fall into obscurity. For an out-of-work actor, that was more than a little upsetting. What will I do once these asinine jobs dry up? can't work the theater circuit, not as a wanted felon. "'I can't open a booth. "'When am I going to vent to the crown of near-do-wells? "'Acting lessons?' He shook his head. "'Before I encountered you, I was considered a D-lister here.' He held up his hands. "'I know what you're going to ask. "'Everyone here, heroes and heels alike, are ranked by their popularity. "'The lower the number, the more popular you are. "'These are what we call our fame points.' You might have noticed that we are all a bit obsessed with them. Erica conceded. It has caught my attention. Well, all of us here are intimately aware of our personal ranking. Erica's eyebrows shot up. You guys are? Weatherman nodded. Yes. Erica asked. Then what's your rank? 557, Jefferson interrupted. I was ranked 509 yesterday. Really? Then what's my ranking then? 132. Really? Yes. That's the thing. The day we met, when I brought you in here, you were ranked 7th. That kind of jump is almost unheard of. You brought my rank up to the 105th position. You're welcome? Erica said uncertainly. I can see you're not getting it. Everyone falls into the category A through F. A-listers are the top 20 heroes and heels. B-listers are those ranked between 20 and 100. C-listers are from there ranked to 200, and D-listers are there to 600. An E-lister, who is little better than minions themselves, take the rankings from there. Wait a minute, Erica interjected. You said rankings went to F. Jefferson's face sobered. F stands for forgotten. The board has deemed that they are no longer eligible to pull a caper. They have fallen into obscurity. Oh, said Erica. Jefferson continued. So you can imagine my delight to pull from a D-lister to a high C-lister on the cusp of a B-rank in the span of a day. Some of the protocols are completely new to me as well. Most of my pitch session capers are done with a quick in and out of the office to fetch my dossier. I never had a meeting like this before. What? Erica exclaimed. She clutched her chest as her heart started to jackhammer rapidly. Oblivious to his partner's reaction, Jefferson said, I must confess, I am quite excited. Are you now? They both jumped. Erica gasped and Jefferson's eyes crackled with lightning as a voice suddenly spoke directly beside them. They spun in their chairs to see the blurred man standing by their table. He was looking through some paperwork on a clipboard, utterly disinterested in their surprise. My God, man, you could have given me a heart attack, Jefferson exclaimed. Still not looking up from his paperwork, the Blur Man replied, Really? That isn't the way the precogs tell me you were going to go. Jefferson paled. Precogs? He looked at Erica questioningly. She shrugged and shook her head, still working to catch her breath. The Blur Man answered as he continued shuffling through his papers. Precogs can see into the future. They help us keep tabs on our talent pool. The board maintains exclusive rights to the services of all telepaths and precogs. We like to stay on top of things before they get started. So, you can imagine how your sudden arrival, Miss Belfry, caused quite the little upheaval in our intelligence department. He flipped through some paperwork. Hmm... "'Yes, they say you, Mr. Stewart, will meet your end far differently.' Erica looked between her partner's paling face and the Blur Man's nondescript features. Jefferson licked his lips. "'How do they say I go?' "'I can't tell you that,' the Blur Man answered apathetically. He looked up. "'Now where were we?' Erica answered in a small voice. "'Manner of Weatherman's death?' He consulted his clipboard again. Ah, yes. You two are scheduled for a B-level caper. A tag team match. Tag team? Jefferson and Erica said in unison. The blurb man waved his hands. That's just industry speak for a team-on-team caper. I believe that this is your first team event, Miss Belfry. Other than your untimely debut. Jefferson nodded. Uh, yes. Yes, it is. Her first one. Hmm. This shall prove to be interesting. Especially against these two. You'll be doing a standard bank job. Time and location will be in these dossiers we provided. Erica asked, What doss- Two manila folders appeared on the table. Jefferson picked up the folders and thumbed through the paperwork. Whom are we facing? We like to keep the opponents of our C-class and higher capers a secret to help increase the spontaneity of the moment. What I can tell you is both are members of the Capes Corps and are on a power level on par with both of your abilities. Also, Mr. Stewart, this is not your rematch against Sleek. Jefferson sat back in his chair, his lips pressed into a line. Erica leaned forward and exhaled. He spared her a glare. She was not looking forward to the rematch as much as her partner. As with all Capers, the Heels keep their proceeds of their robbery, minus the company's 20%, and the billing installments for the starting capital you needed for your equipment. The blur man wrote over the contract, Upon the initiation of said robbery, the Heels will have an allotted three minutes before the heroes will move in to intercept, incapacitate, or capture the Capers' Heels. This robbery is a public event. While bait-and-switches could be prepared beforehand by the villainous party, as stated in the preparatory protocol, actual theft of bank funds cannot occur before the allotted two-hour window. Upon successful fooling of the robbery, heroes will get a $20,000 incentive commission. Upon capture of said heels, they will get a $100,000 incentive commission per opponent captured. Erica gaped. They get money if they capture us? The blur man shrugged. Of course. It's called an incentive commission for a reason. Otherwise, the heroes wouldn't have any reason to try. Jefferson stammered. It's never been so high before. The blur man chuckled darkly. <laughs> Welcome to B level, where the stakes are much, much higher. Now, may I continue? They nodded. As with all public events, both heroic and villainous parties receive commissions in accordance to their overall popularity. This is assessed through social media venues to ascertain how much their caper's footage is viewed. Their fame points will be assessed, and the heroes and heels will be ranked in their categories. Um, what does that mean? The blur man turned to face Erica. Although she couldn't see them, she felt the weight of his eyes. She cringed. Jefferson spoke up. What our obtuse colleague means. I am not your colleague, the blurred man said. Jefferson glowered. What our superior in every way means, Jefferson said, his voice dripping with ire. "is the better the show we put on. Added to the footage replayability. On the social media, means we get higher fame points. Higher fame points means higher commissions and higher profile capers. Oh, said Erica. What happens if we don't do well in our showing? Obscurity, answered the blur man. This means lower commissions, less fame points which leads to lower-profile capers, which ultimately leads to significantly less money, maybe even retirement of your public persona. Erica nodded, considering. After everything she'd learned so far about this world of lies, maybe retiring your public persona wouldn't be such a bad thing after all. May I remind Miss Belfry that the company has invested a substantial amount of capital into your startup expenses, the blurb man said coldly. Capital that you are still responsible for paying back, regardless of whether you garner another caper again. This is the perilous position that almost all gadgeteers before you have faced, mostly unsuccessfully. So it behoove you to succeed. Licking her lips, Erica asked in a small voice, What happens to those who can't pay you back? The blurred man leaned forward. Do you really want to know? Erica gulped. No. Good, remarked the blurb man. I'm glad you understand the gravity of this situation. As you know, this is a higher profile caper. So we expect your public appearance to be a grand spectacle. Scare them, terrorize them, entertain them. Kill them. Get them to cheer you on. But above all else, get the masses' attention and hold it in your grasp. We want you to buy us airtime on radio, TV, and web series. Get us a column inches in newspapers, blogs, and social media. Make them love you or hate you. I don't care, but make them talk about you. Erica shivered as she looked them over. More contracts? I'm not sure if I'm comfortable with this. If you're not going to sign the form, then I'm not going to waste my time. I'll find two other hungry individuals. The blur man started to pull the forms away. Jefferson all but leapt forward. Now let's not be too hasty. He hissed at her. Erica, sign the blasted form. Despite his urgency, Erica hesitated. Are you sure? This isn't going to hurt like the last one, is it? Of course not, Jefferson snapped. Now sign your name. Then he added calmly, taking a breath. These contracts are psychically binding like the ones before, but they're not nearly as intense as your first one. It is their way to ensure that we hold up our end of the bargain. It is protocol. If we don't sign, we don't get the commission. He held up a pen. It's the only way. He is correct, the blur man agreed. She sighed. Fine. She took the pen and placed her signature on the form. As she did so, something tangled slightly in the back of her head. The blurb man gathered up the forms and nodded. Everything looks to be in order. I wish I could say it has been a pleasure. Then, just like that, he was gone. Erica looked around. Where did he go? Jefferson shook his head. I do not know. Either teleported out or bedazzled us again with his infernal mind tricks. There's no way of knowing. He smiled at her. Come on, my dear princess. This is a momentous occasion. I insist that I take you out to lunch. My treat. Erica let herself be led out by her partner. But she couldn't remember a time where she felt less like celebrating. Thank you for listening to this episode of Theater Appeals. I hope you enjoyed my tale of heroes and villains. If you like this story, perhaps you might like other tales created by me, Christopher Chansey. I also have another podcast titled Stories by the Fire. It's an eclectic range of short stories and longer epics told in a darker ambiance. All these tales and more are available on my website, ChristopherChansey.com, and my YouTube channel, Theater of Heels and my other novels are also available on Amazon.com and other fine book retailers. If you'd like to support my work, please consider joining my Patreon family at patreon.com slash Christopher There you get exclusive insights and sneak peeks into my work, projects, artwork, and novels, as well as get access to exclusive merch. As always, thank you for stopping by and listening. May your journey always be a heroic one. Farewell.